authority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. The Call to Righteousness, as Kim Miller brings us a message out of Titus 2, 11-14, which says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Thank you for joining us in this broadcast of Women at the Well Ministries and just reading Titus chapter 2 verses 11 through 14 that Erica just read for us in your hearing just stirs the heart. I can't even um, tell you what it does in my heart and I certainly hope that each of you when you hear the word of God spoken can Hear that not only with your ears and your mind, but that your heart can turn towards that. Let us uh, begin our time together with prayer as we ponder the point, our call to righteousness. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, I just ask that you would be with us for the next few moments, that you would open our hearts and our minds, and Lord, that you would give us a, um, a special revelation of who you are. Lord, I pray that you would speak to each person individually, that you would give them that call to righteousness that you've asked us in the scriptures. Lord, that you would make it so real to them that they would know that you were speaking to them personally. Lord, that you would then give them the courage and the grace to continue to follow you through that call that you've placed in their life. Lord, I ask that you would be with us. I pray that you would show yourself in mighty ways. And Lord, I just ask that you would give us all that we need today and that you would remove me from this message that all would know that you have spoken and we could hear. In Jesus' name we pray and amen. I have to say that as I was looking at the scripture as she was reading Titus chapter 2 and verses 11 through 14, my eyes fell down the page of my Bible and I saw Titus chapter 3 and verse 4 and I just want you to hear this in response to that it says but after that the kindness and love of our God our Savior toward man appeared that just stirs your heart the Lord has given us so much and he requires so little of us if you think about the exchange that we are asked to give God, which is to turn over a wretched, sinful, wicked, lost, somewhat chaotic life to a God that then will replace it with strength and comfort and love and goodness 
and he'll take the broken pieces, not only make them better, he makes them whole and complete. And then what he does is he takes us and uses us in his service and all along he bathes us, he surrounds us, he protects us and gives us his love. And all we give him is a bunch of junk. And he gives us his undivided, unhampered, continuous protection, fellowship, and love. Even when we ignore his presence in our life. Now, there is no deal here on earth that you can do that will do that. When you get something, you have to give something pretty amazing in return. And usually it's some kind of equal thing. When we purchase something, we give equal amount of dollars for the value of what it is that we buy. When we invest in something, we invest money, and it does work later on, perhaps, and give us some sort of return, but it will never give us a hundred times what we put in. It will never give us something for nothing, and there really are no freebies in life except salvation. And many of us ignore that, but there'll come a time when you will not. Because the Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die, And after this, the judgment. Now, for those of us who are born again and know the Lord as Savior, we don't have to worry about our sins being judged. We don't have to worry about getting there and him weighing it out and saying, you did this many good stuff and you did this much bad stuff and hoping that it works out so that you get to go into heaven. That's not how it works at all. In fact, how it works is you come to him and you ask him to forgive you of your sins and he will forgive you of your sins and he throws your sins into the sea of forgetfulness as far as the east is from the west. And I like to say he puts up a no fishing sign and he will never bring them against you anymore. For the Bible says there's therefore now no more condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Now your friends and your family might bring them up and your mind might bring them up because the devil's going to constantly try to get you to feel bad and feel like you didn't do what you needed to do to deserve salvation. But let me just start with it right here. You don't have to worry about that. That's the one thing he says. It's the truth. You don't do anything to deserve salvation and you don't do anything to deserve him loving you but the good news is nobody does and that's not what it takes what it takes is you loving the Lord and he loves you automatically he wants to be with you he wants you to commune with him and he wants you to walk with him which brings us to our point to ponder the Lord wants to fellowship with us but the Lord can't fellowship with unholiness the Lord can't be at one with you if you're at odds with his will and his way. So often I'm talking to people and they say, well, what kind of God do you serve that it's his way or no way? Well, his way is the best way. Not a one of us would ever choose for our lives a plan that was not the best. But the devil has given you some kind of cloud over your eyes that has said, because the Lord says it's this way and he's unyielding, that that's a bad thing. Well, let me just tell you. You love your children, and I guarantee every one of you have either fixed it up so they couldn't or at least told your children, don't stick a knife in the electrical outlet. And not a one of you would ever let your child do that, even if they said, you're just so one way, you're so unyielding, why won't you let me do it? That's what I want to do. Because if they did it, they could kill them. And you love them. 
So you're going to tell them over and over and over, and you're going to preclude them having an opportunity to stick that knife in that electrical outlet. And not a single one of you is going to think that the other parent who's doing that is bad. Well, let me just tell you what, that is a small example of how God instructs us for what is good for us. How God gives us the instructions so that we have a life that is abundant and pure. His restrictions aren't because he's punitive. His restrictions are because his plan for you is to prosper you and give you a hope. And he has a plan. And if you follow that plan, you're going to live in a land of blessings. And when trouble comes your way, you're so close to him. You can hear him whisper and you're engulfed around his love. And his protection is around you and he's your shield and he's your buckler. Your resistance is just your ignorance to what is good and right for you. Now that's hard to hear. And that's hard to believe. But when we're resisting the promises of God. And we're resisting the, the, the statutes of the Lord. It's because we're ignorant to the rewards of following. So many of us struggle with that. The Bible says by his grace we can live a righteous life. And a holy life in this world. You see, he gave himself that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. What does it mean to be holy? Holy is a dedicated or devoted to the service of God, to his statues, to his commandments. It's a life that is separated from the world. So that people can see that Jesus lives in you. And again, that is so that you can obtain the prize of the high mark of Christ Jesus. To live the life that you were meant to live. To get the blessings he has for you. Because you need to be where the blessings are coming. If you're a Disney World fan. And you want to see Mickey Mouse. If you're at King's Island, it isn't going to happen. You've got to be in Disney World. And there's, you may think King's Island's nice. It is. But it's not going to get you the di Mickey Mouse. And again, a trivial but honest example of blessings. I've got to be where the blessings are, and that's where Jesus is, and he never moves. If there's something between me and God, it's not because he moved and something got between. It's because I moved and allowed something. In many cases, it's because I've put something in there. A holy life is holy and dedicated to him. And he says that he is going to purify unto himself a peculiar people. We're different from the world. We're peculiar. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. Look, don't look like the world. They haven't done anything for 
for you. That's not going to get you where he wants you to be. But be ye transformed. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renew it with Jesus. Pray with the Lord. Read his word. Follow after his statutes. Follow his commandments. That ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And that will of God is going to lead you from here to the to heaven from start to finish in a way that you were designed to live it in a way that you'll be prosperous in a way that he's going to give you the things that he intended for you to have every good and perfect gift cometh down from the father of lights this is his plan for you that you might have a life and have it more abundantly and it's found with a righteous call to live holy not out of punishment but because it's best and it's best for you. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 7, for God hath not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Our point to ponder, what are you doing with your call to righteousness? Are your steps following? the Lord of lords and the King of kings that you might have an abundant life. Thank you all for joining us today for this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by our program today and we encourage you to share your prayer requests or testimonies or any feedback that you have. And you can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your daily walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you are interested in partnering with Woman at the Well Ministries, please feel free to email us or write to us at Woman at the Well Ministries, P.O. Box 875, Milton, West Virginia, 25541. We would also like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your thoughts and your prayers, and you are all in our prayers. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Have a wonderful and blessed day in the Lord.